Podcasting from inside of a marketing agency, this is the Marketing Department Podcast, where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Marketing Department Podcast. My name is Zeke Dor, And my name is Eric Wilkins. We talked about this this morning, so you were determined to nail it this time. I nailed it. But also, I think if you go back and listen to that intro music, you'll hear one of these because I hit my microphone. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It was an accident, but you didn't see it. So I was like, oh, it's cool. Let's play it off. So usually we're in our podcast studio, but we're not right now because we were recording a special podcast a little bit ago. Talk about it, Eric. Okay, we're doing a big campaign for our city, and it's going to be really cool, and being involved in this thing is going to be really cool, and so we wanted to record kind of the process, and we had a third person in here, and our podcast studio is a little small for three people, so we brought it in Zeke's office. That's right, so we're kind of, we're a little more chill, a little more comfortable. Uh-huh, La- I'm literally laid back. You are literally laid back. I, I like have it. to sit up, otherwise I'll, I mean, I'll fall asleep. Well, that's a big couch. This is a huge couch, and I love it. I, th- I mean, like, my feet dangle in the air if I try to sit on that thing. I've been known to rest in this office. Yesterday, I'm pretty sure I walked by, and there was lullaby music playing from a sound machine. Okay. And that's the truth. That is the truth. Today is probably going to be... <coughs> frog in my throat excuse me we're talking about websites this month and today's okay if this is your first time to ever listen to our podcast i love that our intros are always i I just can't imagine what people are thinking they're pretty solid what in the world is happening okay we're talking about websites this month and today's gonna be a little bit more technical and we know that technical talk can get a little bit Mm, how you I think boring is the word you're looking for yeah boring Mm -hmm. yep so it's not going to be very long but we're taking a break that's going to be real long in fact it may be longer than the podcast content itself we may be the first podcast to ever do that maybe so your break is long trendsetters that's what we are pioneers really in this industry they called me that in high school Eric Eric the I was gonna say trendsetter Wilkins no one called me that I called myself that okay did you have a nickname Really? <laughs> really? You're just gonna you're just gonna right here in front of everyone. <sighs> I thought you I've heard everybody I mean everybody has nicknames, right? What did you have one in high school or go ahead. LeBron, I know you're listening to our podcast and I'm sorry <laughs> that I have to tell you this. But anyhow, yes, my nickname in high school was Big Peach. Big Peach. Big Peach, and not because of what you may think. I don't know what anybody thinks. Some what people, does somebody think? Well, some people, <laughs> what? some people thought my name was Big Peach because I started growing facial hair when I was like eight, and so, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a little peach fuzz going on. So people thought I was Big Peach, like the peach fuzz. But it actually came from the drink, you know, Big Red. Well, there's also Big Peach. It's also a drink, and I just we were at a student camp one time in in junior high and. I was drinking one, and the student pastor, who's now a great friend of mine, he says, "Oh man, I'm gonna start calling you Big Peach," and that was it. And that I mean, from forever and ever, I still will see people from my childhood, and they'll be like, "Big Peach, what's up?" And I'm like, "Please, for the love, do not call me that. Do not call me that in front of my new friends, guys." I don't know. I mean, Big Peach, what just went down is blowing my mind. Like, <laughs> it's not what you think it was. I don't know. 
Well, what is, I mean, is there. Peach fuzz. That could be what you think. Peach fuzz. Because yeah, okay. of course that's what everyone's thinking. No. People only think that if they know me with the beard. You and the, may be. It, well, actually, you are the only person. I think I've heard of Big Peach, the drink, like Big Red. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's Big Blue, too. There right? is Big Blue, yes. But you may be the only guy that I know <laughs> who has had a Big Peach drink. Listen. I don't, maybe junior high. That felt normal. When you're 322 pounds as a seventh grader, <laughs> there it is. Uh-huh. Which is a true story. You've had to have had to drink a big peach. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's what else, true. What else would you do? Well, how else do you get to three? How else do you? two o at junior high. How else do you do it? Yeah. Well, McDonald's every day, Jack in the Box. There's okay. many ways to get there. Did you ride the horse to get there? Okay. We'll talk about that some other time. We're we, talking about websites this month, and today we're talking about maintaining your website. You like that transition? I do. I was just. I was about to say. I was about to say. Hey, we should put that picture on the pot on the blog. Well, and I was we're like, going to at some point. That picture will make an an appearance. Brittany, you have a mic in front of you. Move it a little bit closer. Yeah, Brittany is our producer for our podcast and also writes content here at our marketing company. Have you seen that picture? I definitely have. How would you describe Eric then versus now? People are here to listen about marketing and websites. Well, we'll put it on the website okay. so people yes. can see it. I, I don't know how to describe it except quite a site. Quite a site. I'm gonna say. That's true. Speaking of sites. That's a trick. Websites. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was clean. Thanks. Okay, good work, Big Peach. <laughs> okay, moving on. We are talking about maintaining your website and making your website relevant and dynamic. So I'm looking at my notes here. I think I just did my intro. I think so. <laughs> so we are getting technical a little bit, but one of the most important things to do on a website is to provide fresh content and to do it frequently. In fact, it, it matters for a lot of reasons, and you've heard us talk about this before, but as you're updating your content, you're doing that for several reasons. One of those reasons is for SEO purposes. It also gives life to your website where you're able to go, where your users are able to go see that you're still alive and well, yeah. basically. And so that's super important. So don't neglect your website because your audience will notice. And again, if somebody's trying to get a pulse for where you are as a company, then they're going to go to your website, see what you have going on. Is your content up to date? Is it fresh? Does it feel good? Is it trendy? Is it something that is engaging? Do not neglect your website because your audience will notice. And secondly, you want to make sure to tightly integrate your website with a digital expert. So it's really important to know that there are people, there are companies out there that just build websites and there are companies out there that build websites with things like SEO in mind. And so it's important to hitch your wagon. You like that? Yeah, that's nice. We're in Texas, so hitch your wagon yeah. is a thing. To hitch your wagon to a company that is going to build a website but they've also got a digital expert in place to be able to look at things and, and recognize, hey, what is important for this website so we can consider things like SEO? Yeah. The other thing would be, you know, rotating graphics and videos is a big thing. Brands will come to us sometimes and they'll say, hey, you know, I just need my website update. Like, just update some pictures for me, you know, whatever. And the thing with that is oftentimes 
if you have just a just just update some pictures, it'll happen once a year. It'll happen once every six months. It'll happen, you know, once a quarter. But really and truly, if you can do like whatever your newest product, your newest sales service is, whatever that may be, if you can update those things as they happen, we talk about that a lot here is updating with things that are actually happening in the moment. It actually gets people more excited about it. So if you're thinking like construction, for instance, if you if you have a construction company and you're able to update as the project's going, I'm driving down a big interstate and I see this building being built and it has, you, you, you know, most of these construction companies have their big logo out there. They do that for a reason to say, hey, we're the ones building this. Well, then if I go to your website and I see the progress of you building that building, that's going to bring me in. It's going to help me like want to come back and see like, oh, I want to see the inside of that thing before everybody else does. And that's where I see it is on your site. And next would be UX design and improvement. So a team, whether it's in-house or outsourced, a team that is continually checking how to improve the experience or the functionality is so, so, so important. Things change so fast. Technology changes fast. Sometimes things just break on a website. It's like a car. Like you're driving a car. Sometimes things just break. It's nobody's fault. It just happens. And the same thing happens on a website. So having a team consistently look at that to seek improvements and things like that. And so we actually did a podcast on this a couple weeks ago that you can go back and listen to and hear more information about that. The next thing would be keeping your information updated. This is something that is often neglected in a big way. Businesses will move locations. Businesses will change phone numbers. Businesses will change staff. They'll change how their office looks, the products that they have, all those things. But keeping your information updated is super important. And the, the main reason is simply just the, again, the user experience. If I'm, if I'm trying to get a hold of you to buy your service or, or whatever it may be, and I can't because the wrong information's online, that is frustrating. And as soon as you confuse someone, you will lose them. And so you don't want that. And say you're trying to get a hold of somebody specific. Well, they don't work there anymore. It's simply not professional to yeah. keep it up to date. And if we talked about, you will hear us talk over and over and over again about building trust with your users. And if you're trying to do that and you simply won't update your information, then it makes people question, okay, well, if they're not updating what's on the walls, that means they may not be taking care of what's behind the walls as well. And trust could be lost right there. And obviously we know that something as simple as updating your information and having it current is a way of building trust. Yeah. And oftentimes, I mean, just to be honest, it's the business is too busy. They're too busy to think about sure. it. You're trying to sell your product, sell your service, do your thing, build your products, build your services, whatever they may be. And you're just too busy. And that's why it's important to just have someone on it where it's their, where it's a routine role, again, whether in-house or outsourced, but having someone pay attention to that on a monthly basis. Now, let's get a little bit more technical here. Some things that we can do that need to be happening on your website is performance checks. And that would include things like checking your 404s. You may have seen this on a site. It says 404 error. That is simply saying there's a link broken. Something is broken here. I clicked on something and it took me to a page that doesn't exist. It's not working. So those things, again, are frustrating. If I'm on a website and I'm looking at trying to do service with you or business with you and I click on it and it takes me to a page doesn't exist, it just puts something in my mind that like, okay, that doesn't work. What else doesn't work with this business? And you don't want that. Bounce rate is another one. This is a very important one. How many people, what percentage of people land on your site and within couple of seconds, they automatically leave. It's like they get there and they're like, nope, I'm in the wrong place or nope, this didn't work. 
That could have to do with many things. One of those would be speed. And so if your website is slow, if it's slow to load, that is way more important than you think. Everything right now online, the expectation is not dial-up internet DSL anymore. Expectation is I click it and by the time I blink, I need to see what I just clicked on. That's, that's just the expectation. If you have anything slower than that, then it needs to be worked on. So on that performance check, just checking your broken pages, the bounce rate percentage and the speed. So it's kind of like getting your oil changed a little bit. Yeah. Whenever you go get your oil changed, you're doing the regular maintenance that you're supposed to be doing. But while they're in there, they're not just trying to upsell you. They're trying to make sure your car's running efficiently. So they're checking the filters. They're checking all of these other things to make sure that everything's working because it will make your car or vehicle run more efficiently. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, that's a great analogy. Next in the technical side would be software updates. This is something that often people neglect. It's often one of those things. It's just like, ah, my site's working. Why do I need to update the software? Well, the software often is, is updated to help with some of the SEO things, to help with some of the performance things, to help with all those things. And if you continue to just wait and wait and wait, and then it's time to update, you know, three, four versions later, and you miss the other updates, that can cause a lot of problems. Another thing would be security reviews, being able to just check and make sure that your site is secure, that no one can hack it and steal you know, your information or, or all the things that may be on a website, depending on your industry. Another one would be just ensuring that your, your call to action is working. That is probably the most important thing. The whole reason you want someone on your website is to make the next decision. And so if you have a form or something like that, and to be honest, forms are the most breakable thing on a website. They, they just tend to have problems over and over and over, whether it be your spam filter, how, how strong, how little it is, or just simply not going to the right person or someone clicking the contact and hitting, hitting submit and then they're just being an error or, or not showing a thank you, like, hey, thank you for submitting here. Just It just causes a lot of confusion, and it can. So you have to ensure that is working because it's the most important thing. <laughs> this is so dumb. I've made a lot of friends through my form on my website. I mean, tons. I, okay. I actually met, no joke, I met the king of some African country. Oh, yeah. I met him, too. Yeah. A couple times. I gave him all my Bitcoins. Did you? Yeah. How many did you have? 14. <laughs> 14 bitcoins. So if you have ever gotten on the other side of a form, you understand what he's talking about because yeah. that can happen if the spam filter is not set up right. That's true. Anyways, he promised me he'd give it all to me back tenfold. So we shall see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we told you earlier we've got a, a special break coming up. This is actually going to be a little bit longer, but we wanted to give you an update about a brand giveaway with Mr. Micah Smith of Valor Game Calls. So you guys stick around, listen in, and then we'll be back to talk about optimizing your website for SEO. Hey, so we are with our brand giveaway winner. We did a brand giveaway, what was that, a few weeks ago? Yeah. A month ago, something month like ago, that. I think, yeah. We've started the process. Micah Smith from Valor Game Calls is actually the one who won. And we've got him in our break today to discuss what we've been doing over the last little bit. Eric, as our creative director, has been working with Micah and our team to 
start building this brand or rebuilding, I guess, this brand. And Micah already has a great brand. He's got a cool business. So, Eric, give us a little bit of a history just in case nobody knows what's going on with Micah. And then y'all jump into it. Absolutely. So, Well, first of all, it's always like it's like family reunion every time I see or talk to Micah. It's just I just like this guy. He's a special dude with a sick beard. He is. Beard's so long. Anyhow. Good hey, commentary. You like that? <laughs> yeah. I like it. Perfect. Per- thanks. See, that's why I like Micah, because no matter, even if he doesn't, he still makes it makes you feel like he does. He is one of the most encouraging men I know. That's true. Very genuine. So Micah has a duck call business and that he's had for a few years, and through the years, he's kind of... It had an original logo, brand design, kind of wanted to edit it, had somebody add some things to it, just just kind of formed this brand over time, which we all like. I mean, we've got, I've got hats. You got, you got some hats, don't you? Hats, I got sweatshirts, I got a vest, I yeah. got all the things. I'm a Valor Game Calls. I got calls, too. Oh, it's true, me too. I love Valor Game Calls. Yeah. So... <laughs> So Micah, you know, the brand, we liked the brand and everything, but he entered this brand giveaway that we were doing and was chosen for that. And so we decided we're going to rebrand this sucker. And we had conversations with Mike up front. We walked through. So far, he's come in with our team. We heard his objectives. We heard his goals. We heard the type of company he has, the the price point of his products, all the things. And then we've done a bunch of research to figure out what do other businesses in his industry do and kind of compared and contrasted and figured out, okay, this is who this is who his audience is and everything else. And so what happened, this was just yesterday, Micah came into our office and we talked through showing him the first concepts that we built. So Micah, you came in yesterday, didn't know what you were going to see, just kind of kind of walked in blind. And so really we want to, we're documenting this to, to let people know like, hey, this is this is what you're going to expect kind of when you come in and do a rebrand like this. So just first, before you ever came in the doors, what were you feeling? What were you thinking? Well, so like you're saying, I've had, I've been going for a few years now and I like my logo. I like the stuff I have, but at the same time, I love getting fresh eyes on everything. And so going into this process, I kind of had this kind of feeling of, I like what I have. I don't know if we're, I don't know what it's going to look like in the end, but I'm excited to, to go on the journey and see where we end up, you know? Yeah. And so, man, what I've, what I've experienced with Green Fox, what I've loved is like the moment I walk in the door, like it's been awesome just to see how professional the whole team is, <laughs> you know, from like walking in the door to sitting in meetings and this is a free, y'all literally are giving me this package for free but the entire Green Fox team is working on it. And when we're in a meeting, there's, you know, six, seven, eight people there. And even though it's a free deal, y'all are putting a ton of time and effort into it. And it's been incredible to work with the team so far. And it's been a fun experience. And it uh, definitely has surpassed any expectation that I had already. So Awesome, bud. Dude, I'm glad you're having that experience. That's how we want people to feel when they walk in the door every time. And for no one to feel any different than that. So would you say you were nervous to see your new logos or were you excited? What was that? What was that emotion? So I'm pretty picky when it comes to design stuff and logo stuff and all that. And so I was kind of, kind of had this, not a fear, but like a worry of like, man, I'm not going to like anything they're going to have to show me. I'm just going to like pick stuff apart and I'm not going to be, I want to, I want to be excited. and I want to see something that I like, but I had kind of a worry of like, man, I, I may not like some of this or may not like any of it. Yeah. But I think one of the first things you said when I walked in was, Hey, we're, we're a marketing company and 
we want to work with the customer to figure out what they like and what they don't like. And so be honest with what you see. And if you don't like something, tell us you don't like it and we'll take it off the table. If you, if you do like something, then we'll kind of walk with it and see where we can go with it. And so I think just walking in to the meeting room there, just from the top, it was like, okay, this is going to be a, everything's on the table and we're going to just openly talk about what we like, what we don't like, and we're going to work, work on this thing together. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. And so then, so then we got into it and we walked through and we showed you, we walked through the brand objective, just making sure we understood what you, what you're going for, your business, all that kind of stuff. We showed you personas, which was basically who the people are that your target audience is. And then finally we got down and showed you the, the four concepts. And there was one in particular that you went to, and I'm glad you did because it was also my favorite. We try to be, we try to be not let people know what, what our favorite is before they walk in and kind of place it yeah. in, in an interesting spot so that you wouldn't know that that's our favorite. But you picked that one and said, hey, I love this one, but what if we tried to do a few things with it? So tell us a little bit about your feelings there. So I think y'all showed me four logos and the first the first one I, I kind of liked, the second one I didn't really like, the third one was the one we landed on that I, we, I really liked and the last one I liked too. So I think there was one that I kind of didn't like at all but the others we landed on this one and it was kind of when I first saw it there were some things about it that I really liked the concept of it and then as I kept looking at it it kind of kept growing as I started seeing the detail of the logo and kind of what all was involved in it and it's kind of hard to describe it without seeing it but you know my company is Valor so I have a lot of my original logo is a V with wings coming off of it well, the new one that, that we're working on has, it has a V like in the negative space. So the V is still there, but it, it looks like a duck or a goose, a waterfowl flying. And so as I started looking at it and as I was, as I kept looking at it, it just kept getting better and better. And then we pulled my old logo up beside it and I was still on, in my mind, I was still going, man, I like my original logo. This is a change. This is something different and everything we talked about, about my brand and, and what it is and my product and all that, this new logo is encapsulating all that. And so when we popped up my old logo beside it, it was like night and day difference in what the logo represented, just even in just the logo, you know? So yeah. how the logo looks, how it is changed, what demographic it's going to appeal to, all those things. Like immediately when we side by side of those two logos, I could see, whoa, this is a different level of, of logo and a different level of look that's going to appeal to my, the, my customers that are in the, my price point of, of my product and all that kind of stuff. So, Micah, I want you to talk about just for a second, this break is actually turning into a, I mean, we're nearly nine minutes in, yeah. but I want you to talk about, so you have a cool brand already and one of the we do try to speak with candor around here and we want our clients to do the same because ultimately we have the same goal in mind and that's to create the best product that we can possibly create. And that requires honesty. It requires candor. And so I love yep. the way that you operate in that sense. And so what I want to know from you is how, how scary is it to take what you have seen be a successful brand and to kind of hand it over 
especially, I mean, you've got a couple of buddies here, so I'm sure you feel a little bit of some obligation too that I, we want to make sure you don't feel, by the way, to take something that we've created necessarily. If you're still wanting to use your brand, that's okay. But talk about how scary it is to consider a rebrand when you've already seen yours be successful. Yeah. So I think I was talking to my wife yesterday about it and like this package is worth a lot of money, you know? And so if I would have gone into it putting that money, I won the giveaway, but if I would have gone into it, like putting that much money into it, I think I would have been really, really nervous going, Hey, I don't know. This is a lot of money I'm going to invest and I don't know what the outcome is going to be. And I may not even like what we end up with. So that's kind of one factor of it. But yeah, like having something that I, I like and a, brand, a logo that I like, honestly, stepping into it, I'm going, if I, if I walk out of this with the same exact thing I have, I, I'll be okay. But man, they, they've got this team that can, they've got just giftings for creating brands and creating logos. And man, on the other end of this, if, if we come up with something that's way better, that appeals to my audience and man, it's just going to be way better for my company. And so even now though, after we've got the logo, we've kind of finalized on one, it is a lot different than what I have. And so now I'm thinking through what is this going to look like on t-shirts and hats? And when I start throwing this out and, and my customers and my people that follow me on socials and all that, when they start seeing it, how is it going to look to them? And is it going to look like a huge change from what I was or what my company was? Are they going to see it in a different light? Are they going to see, and is that positive or negative? And so that's the kind of thought process I'm going through now. But yeah, it is, it is a scary process because when you take something that you put a ton of time and work into and you're going, man, I'm going to try to, we're going to totally kind of blow some things up and redo some things. It's definitely scary walking into it. But as of yesterday, like as of today, as I think through it, I'm going, man, this thing is going to end up landing way farther, way, way further than I thought. And I think it's going to be really good. So like, like a duck on a pond. It's, okay. it's going to land like a duck on a pond. Is that oh, what you're saying? Oh yeah. Okay. You did there. <laughs> but yeah, so I think walking into it, there is a lot of fear and a lot of, man, I don't know what, what this is going to be, but I think what's cool about the team there is from the start, y'all are going, Hey, it, you may not, you may not like any of this, but we want to work with you to figure out what you do like and what you think is going to work for your company. And that's been, that's been a cool thing about working with the Green Fox team. That's awesome. Well, Micah, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And we're excited to continue the process with you to see this thing through. So again, thanks for hopping on and you guys stay tuned for part two. We're talking about more website stuff. Hey, welcome back. We love Micah. Love Micah. He's one of my favorites. He is. He's he's an incredible guy. So we're talking about websites, maintaining your website, making it relevant and dynamic. One of the most important things to do for a website is to optimize it for SEO. Eric, talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, this is one of those things that, you know, we, every time we talk about it, it's kind of clients come in, they're like, yeah, I need that thing where I get found on Google at the end of the day, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about, I need to be found on Google. And you got two options. You can be found by paying Google money, or you can be found by having a current, up-to-date, 
fast, content-driven website that people visit and has traffic to it and all that kind of stuff. And so there's so many things that need to be done to make that happen. And there's no exact science to it. There are lots of things that happen that bring it all together, but there's no exact science. And so what we do with that is, you know, using just some some quick ideas is using Google friendly search terms in your headers and in your content. So just making sure that what you're saying in your content has to do with what your business actually provides. Another thing would be having a blog. And the blog, you know, it's really the driving force of your content. It's why we're doing this. It's one, I mean, one of the reasons why we have our podcast on our blog, because this is like our weekly updated content that we know we're going to crank out every week. And so we put it as a blog. You can find it on iTunes and all the other places you may be listening, but on our blog is where you can find that and a write-up about what we're saying. And so just making sure on your blog that it's resourceful. It has linking structure and backlinks, which simply mean you're getting links either interlinking within your own website or also doing what you can to get your website linked on other websites. Now, Depending on the type of website depends on how big of an advantage you're going to have from an SEO standpoint. So, for instance, if I can somehow get apple.com to put greenfox.io on their blog, then we're probably going to, it's probably going to help us from an SEO standpoint. That would never happen, but it would, it would be a big deal. If I get on someone's site who has two trap, two visitors per month, it's really not going to matter. So you want to try to get on some of those sites. We will be a company worth talking about and Apple will want to put something on their site. Bring it talk on. About us. Bring it on LeBron James. <laughs> Bring it all the way back around. By the way, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, I tend to talk about all the people that listen to our podcast, like LeBron James. I think last week it was, who who listened last week? Who? Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wanted his mullet back. So that That's was yeah. true. Yeah. Anyway, those people don't actually listen in case you're curious, but maybe they do. That's true. Now that we got Big Peach on. Okay. Boy, howdy. Well. Let's make sure, the last point here, make sure your content is geared towards what your user intends to discover. And so make sure your website is set up to answer the questions your user typically has. Someone's on your site because they have a question and they, they're trying to find the answer to it. And if your site doesn't answer the question that they're going to ask, then you might as well not have a site. Guys, here's the deal. If you're like me and all that just threw you for a loop, you can call somebody to help you. Marketing companies like ours are wired to listen to what a business owner or an entrepreneur is dreaming of and us translating that down to all the details that you may not know us. We're translating your dream to our team to be able to implement it all and make it happen. And then we take care of it for you. I mean, all the stuff that you may be worried about when you're you know, Eric earlier said, check your 404s and your bounce rates and all mm -hmm. the things it's okay. Like, take a breather. I don't understand it all either. In fact, I'm going to be honest with you. We had to stop the recording earlier. You're, you guys won't hear that part. But we had to stop the recording because Eric tossed it to me. And I don't, I don't know all the technical side of things. But there are companies out there that do, that can help you through all of this. But it's important to really find somebody that you can trust because your website is that important. And that's why we dedicated a whole month to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And there, like Zeke's saying, there's different types of people. There are people that... They want to build their own house. One of our guys in the office here, he is building, I mean, he's basically building his own house right now. He's building onto it, but he's doing it himself. 
and he wants to know all the technical stuff about building a house. Sure. There's other people like me. They're like, can someone just do it? Yeah. Make it look good. So it just depends on the type of person you are and, and the type of information you're looking for. Yep, that's really good. Hey, next week we're going to get digital. And we kind of talked about the digital stuff and the importance of it in the past podcast episodes. But we're going to, again, get technical a little bit and hopefully have some fun doing it. We've got a great digital team here at our office. So I'm excited to get maybe some of them in here to talk through what all this stuff looks like. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, so if you can, go back and listen to this whole month and get familiar with what's important about your website. Do you need an individual to do it because of the certain point in time you're at in your business, or do you need to hire a company to do it? What are the pluses and minuses? You can go back and listen over the last month and really get familiar, but your website is so important, and so do not neglect it. Again, getting digital next month. Also, if you want to know where your brand stands, online, you can go on our website at greenfox.io slash brand dash assessment and fill out this form and we'll tell you where you're at online. I mean, that's what we do. We want you to get familiar with where you stand online so we can look at your website. We can look at all the things and then we're going to get back with you and have a conversation about it and talk about, hey, here's maybe what we would suggest. This, These are things you can do yourself. These are things we can do for you. Go check out our brand assessment at greenfox.io and also hang out on our website a little bit. We're trying to get a better bounce rate. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you land on the right spot. That's exactly right. Hey, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We're trying to do a better job. So if you would help us out and rate our podcast, if you would help us out, share our podcast and let other entrepreneur friends know about this podcast as well. Cause hopefully we're answering some of your questions. We want to make sure that if somebody's got, if we hear common themes or common questions that people have, we want to address them because we know it's crazy trying to get all this stuff sorted out and it doesn't come as natural to some as it does to others. It's a crazy world. A lot of smells. What? You heard me right. Just think about it. Words of wisdom from Big Peach. Thank you guys for listening this week and we'll talk to you next time.